Streaming 24-7, on-demand archives, podcasts, and more. TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. Saying a lot for planet Earth. Let's get back to Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris on TalkZone.com. Hi, this is David Spada. It's my co-host, Elliot Harris, and we have Sandy Reeby in studio, jewelry designer. But let's get to our next guest, a gentleman who played for the Washington Redskins back in the 60s and mid-70s, a gentleman who was a nine-time Pro Bowler who is going to be inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame this summer, Chris Hamburger. How are you doing, Chris? Doing fine, thank you. Did you think this day would ever come? Well, I never never even thought about it, to be you know, very truthful with you. Uh, and, and I mean that sincerely. I mean, I just... I played. I enjoyed it. I've been out for thirty, like thirty-three years, uh, and, and what's happened is just wonderful. But I look back, uh, even I mean, in between playing and now, and I've always thought, you know, I there were a lot of great players that played before I did that I played with and against, and guys that are playing now that will never get nominated, uh, let alone get elected into the Hall of Fame, and. It's unfortunate, and it, you know, I guess I've been lucky all my life, and I feel like I've just been real lucky with what's happened. Now, is there a part of you that says, "Hey, Hall of Fame, what took you so long?" No, not really. No, not at all. Uh, I'd had somebody ask me. They, they they said, "Well, what did you? What was your reaction when you got the news that you'd been elected?" And I said, "Well, truthfully, I." Thought, oh God, here goes my normal routine. I gotta now go get packed to go to Dallas to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know you're worried about the flight, and you told me that you still have a plane. You were a pilot. That's correct. Uh, I don't have the plane anymore. Oh. Of course, I'm still a pilot, but uh, I'm a private pilot. Uh, you didn't no, have to fly yourself to Dallas, did you? N- no, not at all. No, I was. I got real lucky. Uh, I already, uh, the Hall of Fame had already set me up with a commercial flight just in case I got elected. And I asked them, I said, well, what happens to this ticket if, if I don't get in? Do you guys have to eat this? And they said, yeah, we, it's non-refundable. And I, they said, but don't worry about that. And then after it, uh, was announced, uh, of course, my phone starts ringing like crazy and, uh, had to do a few things. And then, all of a sudden, there was a little break, and uh, Dan Snyder, the owner of the Redskins, called, and he said, uh, congratulations, I'm sending one of my planes for you. <laughs> and I said, well, wait a minute, I got a commercial ticket. To, I don't care about that. I'm still going to come get you. I want to make sure you get here. Had you talked to him by the, between the time you took over the Redskins and then, or was that the first time you had any conversations with him? Oh, no. I've had other conversations with him. Not Not very many, though. But he's a great owner. He he's just loves football. He loves the Redskins, and he he does so much for the the league itself. It, it, he's just a wonderful owner. Well, your election to the Hall of Fame is about the best news for Redskins fans that they've had for a while. It, it's been something. It was something of a rough season this last uh, year. Yeah, I, I think they had a lot of adversity, uh, a lot of distractions that I don't think they really needed. <laughs> Sam Huff said, I mean, he didn't understand what was going on down there. We had him on about a month ago, and he's like, 
What are they doing? You're taking Donovan McNabb, pulling him out for Rex Grossman. It makes no sense. Well, I mean, I'm aware of all these things, and I've never been one to publicly second-guess coaches on what they do and why they do it. I mean, they have their reasons, and it's, it's no different than players on the field, some of the things that they do. Uh, but I, I just think the Redskins had just too many distractions that occurred during the season that just made things kind of tough on the rest of the players on the club. And I, I just don't think they had great talent. They just never really uh, gelled together as a team. Now, after uh, you were elected to the Hall of Fame and you appeared at the, the Super Bowl, any of your former teammates uh, call you up? Oh, yeah. I've, I've had uh, numerous calls and uh the crazy thing is never in my wildest dreams did I realize what I was getting into by being elected. Holy mackerel, I came back from uh, uh, the, the the Super Bowl, and I didn't come back until Tuesday night. I had to go to meetings Monday and Tuesday down there after the game with the Hall of Fame folks. And I, I came back, and I had like 65 or 70 uh, messages on the house phone, and there's not very few people have my cell phone, which I'm very thankful for. <laughs> uh, but I had a few messages on there, and I, I tell you, the house phone had all those messages, and I, I just dedicated myself uh, yesterday and and today to go through those and try to touch base with the folks that had left messages. And in fact, Saturday night when the announcement came. I stayed up till Sunday morning till about one thirty, just pulling messages off the phone. Then, did you decide who's going to gonna, uh, basically present you, or pardon? Did you decide who you want to be your presenter at the Hall of Fame this summer? <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm I'm having my son do it. Yeah, my son. Uh, it was kind of funny when I was uh, nominated. I just happened to be watching the news on TV and that morning. And all of a sudden, up on the, the TV screen, it, we got one of those crazy systems where it, ID caller thing flashes up there, and it had HOF and, and a number. And I'm thinking, what in the devil is that? So I answered the phone. Of course, it's Hall of Fame. I hung up, and not five minutes later, my son calls. And he said, Dad, are you aware what that you just got, and I said, what are you, what are you talking about? Of course I knew, but, <laughs> and he said, I'm getting emails from all over the, and phone calls from all over the country. And, uh, I said, well, then you better start getting your speech ready. <laughs> so, so does being, uh, Canton in August, other dates fill up on your, uh, your social calendar or a lot of events that, the Hall of Fame says, okay, we need you here this day, we need you there that day, things like that? Yeah, uh, they went over a lot of that stuff with us on Monday and Tuesday down there in Dallas. Uh, it's overwhelming. Uh, never in my wildest dreams did I have any idea what, that it was going to be so involved. And I've got stuff here that I brought back with me from those meetings that I've got to submit to them Uh do I understand it at this point? No, I have no idea. Do you get paid for this or no? No, I think there's some things we do that, uh, I mean, 
it's immaterial to me, I, uh, whether we got paid or not. But no, no, but some of the I'm other guys, like Deion Sanders, if you don't show him the money, he's not going somewhere. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I've always tried to help people out. I mean, it's no big deal. I, I could care less. It's just the idea that, that I'm kind of a simple person. I uh, like to lay low. I don't. The fewer people know where I am or what I'm doing, the better off I am. And but no, I don't think we get paid for anything. It, it, it's not that important to me. Uh, just getting in the Hall of Fame. If I can survive up there, I, I think I can survive just about anything. At least you made it while you're still alive, which you deserve. Because the other senior nominee, Les, I believe, is Richter. Right. The yes. poor guy passed away this summer, and I think it would have meant a lot to him to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh heck yeah, it, I'm sure it would. And like anybody, but uh, I met his son. Uh, at the Super Bowl, and of course his son was at the meetings, and what a fine young man he is. Uh, I never knew Les Richter, but uh, if he's anything was anything like his son, then he was just a great person. But I met, uh, you know, it's his son and his son's wife, and they're just wonderful people. Do you have anything, you're, you know what you're going to wear for the Hall of Fame? You're going to be wearing special suit or something before one you put the, that gold jacket blazers, right? Well, we got measured for a jacket down there uh, after the Super Bowl in those meetings, and we also got uh, measured by the sculptor. Uh, so I guess I'm going. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to be able to wear Bermuda shorts and a T-shirt. I guess. You know, there's a guy named Michael Jordan. You know about him, right? Who is that? Michael Jordan. Oh yeah. We have someone in studio. She's a bead designer, and she used to design all Michael Jordan's beads. Maybe she'll design some beads for you to wear at the induction ceremonies. Well, I don't know about the beads. Uh, maybe a camouflaged outfit would work better. <laughs> I have camouflage beads. <laughs> now, have you got enough of them to cover this old man up? <laughs> You're not old. How old are you? You're in your early 70s, right? No, I'm not. I'll be 70 in August. But, uh, that's young. You know, those people listening in that are pushing 70, they know that 70 is the old 50. No, 70 is the new 50. Yeah. But a new uh, 50. You know, I, physically, I'm in pretty good shape. I, I go walking every morning, do a lot of exercises every day and, uh, things like that. Uh, I can't run anymore, um, because of some physical problems. So kind of like Albert Hainsworth. Well, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> uh, I, I happen to read, while you're bringing that up, I happen to read one article about this latest incident, and somebody said, well, it couldn't have been him because he can't run that fast to get from the out of his car to the other one. What would your old owner, Jack Kent Cook, have done to him? Uh, it's hard to say. I, I don't think they would would tolerate the nonsense at all. Uh, and, and I don't know the whole story. I mean, I, I, I have some compassion for the man, and all I know is just what I've read in the newspapers. And if, if what I've read is correct, then I think he, you know, if somebody needs to give him an attitude adjustment very quickly. Oh, exactly. Uh, but one last thing. What is it with Washington back in the day? Every time the Bears had a good coach, you stole him. You took George Allen from us, and then you took Jack Pardee from us. What is that? Well, why don't you, you take Wadi from us? Well, if you, take have a good team, from us. if you want to have a good team, you got to get good coaches. It's just that simple. 
It doesn't matter. It just so it happens they happen to be in the Chicago area. Exactly. And but I they see- got a good coach right now. They got a great team, and uh, it's just a shame they couldn't advance uh, any further than they did. Uh, but it's football's a funny thing, and I kind of look at it like golf. You know, you can go out and play golf and shoot a great score. You go out the next day, you fall. You think, why did I ever start playing this crazy game? <laughs> exactly. I mean, again, it was great talking to you. I mean, because of you, the NFL outlined the clothesline. You're in the Hall of Fame, which is you should have been in there 30 years ago. It's a travesty, but better late than never. And good luck to you this summer, and you're a class act, and it was great talking to you. Well, I appreciate you all giving me the time. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Okay. That was Hall of Fame, soon-to-be Hall of Famer, Chris Hamburger. What a class act, Elliot. Definitely, and it's Hamburger, not what he was playing. I always wanted to say Chris Hamburger. When I looked him up on the Internet, a lot of stuff was coming up with Chris Hamburger. I wasn't trying to spell his name. You know, Hamburger University we have here in the Chicago area, but Hamburger with an N as in Nancy rather than an M as in mother. Hamburger Helper makes a great meal. <laughs> so you're going to send him some beads? Sandy? I can send him beads. I think there should be some beads for all of the guys. you got to mm-hmm. use the Washington Redskin red with the white. Or put a football on it. You could... Well, I've got ones with footballs and basketballs and hockey pucks and We need to get and a such. sports and torts. Sports and torts beads? Yeah. Give them away on the Facebook page. Someone who's watching, they, or they right. could buy some. Could you become yeah. a distributor of these beads? Do you have, like, they have Avon parties at the right, house? Right, we do. We do. Actually, we're getting ready to, we had a diva program. They're called Sales Divas. And we are about a month away from introducing our latest um, version of... Sales divas who buy product from us at a discount and then they sell and that's their 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 commission is their money. My wife's getting invited yeah. to these stupid candle parties, yeah, Avon, Pampered Chef, yeah, all the stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Eighteen years ago, when I started my business, um, one of the ways I got I became known was to start the diva program. So I've had that out there. Then I went into retail uh, stores, and now my diva program is kind of resurfacing again, and we're um, you know, redefining it so the big books are going to be ready in about a month. Do you have kids' so. bracelets? We have kids' bracelets. I brought some for your daughters. Very nice. Because you know what's going to happen? <laughs> One kid wears it in the class. Yeah. They all Everybody want it. Everybody wants yeah. it. And I got three little divas that will sell your product. Perfect. Here, there. This is theirs. Thank you very much. They'll enjoy You're it. welcome, David. Sandy comes through in the clutch. Just she like does. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Only much better looking. <laughs> and not like Pippin. She doesn't get a headache. <laughs> A lot of wives get headaches when there's uh, pressure on it. <laughs> but that's a story for another show. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm hot in here already. <laughs> but it was pleasure talking to you, Sandy. Is it done already? It's done already. Give us your website one more time. SBStore.com, which stands for SheBeadsStore.com. Or if you Google SheBeads, I come up really big. I don't own SheBeads.com anymore, unfortunately. It was taken from a woman in California. Someone stole it. Again, it was a She needs a good lawyer to get that. We'll take care of that. back. (laughs) We'd like to thank our guests. Again, Sandy, Hall of Famer Willie Davis, and soon-to-be Hall of Famer Chris Hamburger. I'm David Spada with my co-host, Elliot Harris. You are listening to Sports and Torts. Tune in again next week.